providing you with health information and guests to elevate your health and life and help make your life better in 30 minutes or less. This is the Frontline Health Podcast. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Frontline Health by CenturionLabs.com. It's Cleft and Craniofacial Awareness and Prevention Month, and because of that, we're going to spend this episode discussing cleft lip and cleft palate. But what is cleft lip and cleft palate? Cleft lip and cleft palate are birth defects. Cleft lip and cleft palates actually happen when a baby's lip or mouth doesn't form completely during pregnancy. It's an opening in the baby's upper lip, in cleft lip, and cleft palate is an opening in the roof of a baby's mouth. Cleft lip and palate happen very early in pregnancy. They believe that it uh, happens between four and seven weeks of your pregnancy because that's when a baby's lip actually forms. And the palate forms between six and nine weeks of your pregnancy. So they don't have to happen together. A baby can have one without the other, and it often leads to some really devastating problems with feeding, speaking clearly, and having an increased number of ear infections in the child. In addition, people often have some kind of hearing problems or problems with their teeth, as you could probably imagine. And if these kids don't get the necessary help they need early enough, it can lead to some serious malnutrition resulting in some stunted growth, and in severe cases, it could even lead to death. But how often does cleft lip and cleft palate actually happen? In the United States, we know that in about one in every 1,600 babies born, they have cleft lip and cleft palate, so they have those two together. About one in every 2,800 babies, a considerable bit less, they're born with cleft lip but without cleft palate. And about one in every 1,700 babies born in the United States are born with cleft palate. These numbers, as you would expect, are extremely low in the United States compared to other countries. We have in total about 11 cases of cleft lip or cleft palate or the combination of both per 10,000 births while the three worst countries from a 2015 study were Venezuela with about 38 per 10,000 births, Iran with 36 per 10,000 births, and surprisingly to me, Japan, which had about 30 per 10,000 births. That study actually showed an increase was happening in children born with cleft palate in the Americas, which included North and South America which could be a cause for concern and may really point to some nutritional issues that we have as a culture in North and South America. But as for what kind of causes this condition and what we know about it, we know that genetic factors account for about 30% of cleft conditions. It's also believed that the mother's health, like obesity and diabetes, or having some kind of infection, like German measles during the pregnancy, as well as having a lifestyle or diet choices that are not real good, which we already know, like smoking or drinking, or some medications that they may take, specifically medications to prevent seizures, like topomerate or valproic acid during pregnancy, have been linked to having kids with cleft lip or palate. 
However, scientists are still searching for kind of that main cause with the hope of one day being able to prevent children from being born with cleft lips or palates. And as you know, one of our goals here for Frontline Health is to really help you take ownership of your health. So how can you take ownership when it comes to cleft lip and palates? Well, based on what you've just heard, there are a few things that we can do to help that seem relatively easy, like checking on the medications you're taking and looking for other options if your medication is linked to cleft issues in your offspring. In addition, make sure you stay at a healthy weight, stop drinking and smoking if you are, and don't start if you don't drink or smoke, especially during pregnancy. However, one of the things that most of us think is really impossible to overcome is genetics. But a couple of studies from 2010 and 2016 regarding genetics linked cleft lip and palate with three specific genetic polymorphisms. A genetic polymorphism is just a gene which is expressing itself different than the way it was designed to express itself. The polymorphisms in this case all affect enzymes which are key to getting needed nutrients to a form our bodies can use. So they are MTR, which is methionine synthase, MTRR, which is methionine synthase reductase, and MTHFR, which is methylene tetrahydrofolate reductase. The study from 2011 actually showed a one and a half times greater chance of developing cleft lip and palate for those with the MTR polymorphism. It showed a three times greater chance for the MTHFR polymorphism and a five and a half times greater chance for those with the MTRR polymorphism. Thankfully, we can mitigate a lot of those issues associated with these genetic defects by being mindful of what we eat and supplementing with the right forms of vitamins. Specifically, you need to avoid the synthetic forms of folate and vitamin B12. The synthetic form of folate is folic acid, and the synthetic form of vitamin B12 is cyanocobalamin, and they are found and fortified in cereals and breads and pastas, as well as most supplements that you buy in the store. Instead, what we should be doing is our diet should really consist of those leafy greens, fruits and vegetables, and non-processed meats, and our supplements should consist of folate in the form of methylfolate or folinic acid. That's folinic acid, not folic acid. A huge difference. And your vitamin B12 should be in the form of adenosyl or methylcobalamin, not cyanocobalamin. So each of these steps are really going to help you take ownership of your health and reduce that likelihood of having a child with cleft lip or cleft palate and will also help restore some vitality and energy in your day, especially if you're pregnant. And I hope, based on some of this information, you're a little bit more aware, or you're a little more aware of how much our actions affect our health, and hope this was helpful in allowing you to take ownership of your health and reduce the likelihood of having a child with cleft lip or palate. So get healthy by exercising and eating well and work to get the health your body was designed to give you. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Frontline Health by CenturionLabs.com. 
We hope you learned something new today and look forward to you joining us on our next episode. Thanks for joining us for this edition of the Frontline Health Podcast by Centurion, where our desire is to elevate your health and life. If you found benefit from this episode or know someone who could, please pass it along. We'd love to hear any feedback or questions you may have by emailing us at admin at centurionlabs.com. Until next time, remember, you are your best health advocate. So go take ownership of your health today.